I'm going to show you how to create world peace through some strategies that are very effective in business. I'm talking about conflict. And more importantly, what I'll be discussing is how not to let conflict jeopardize the growth of your business. And I'm actually going to go step one step further because I'm going to look at how we can actually transform that conflict from a growth enemy into a growth opportunity. So I want to give you four clear steps that you need to do in terms of get to, get to a positive resolution, which leads to growth. I genuinely believe that if government took the approach that I just outlined, if they did all of this, we would then be in a much better position to avoid negative conflict and the results of negative conflict. Welcome to the Hands-On Business Podcast. Where else are you going to come to get tips, tricks, and advice on growing your business? Now, as you know, what people really tend to love about this podcast is that it is a place where you can hear real business leaders discussing systems, methodologies, and strategies that they've actually used to help them catapult growth in their own businesses. So I'm your podcast host, Hakim Adebiyi, and I've grown several small businesses to multi-million pound enterprises, and I noticed that there wasn't really a place that focused on where I was, i.e. growing a small business. All of the content that seemed to be out there was about big business and often just lots of theory and no practical, implementable advice, which is exactly why I set up this podcast. And today is going to be one of my business bike sessions, which is, as you probably already know, me musing on a specific topic for business that has piqued my interest. So really excited to have you here. Happy listening. So today I'm going to show you how to create world peace through some strategies that are very effective in business. So make sure you stick around to see if I deliver on that promise. I assure you that I will. Now, I'm going to do this because this episode, we're discussing a topic that causes most of the wars in the world and that every single business owner is going to face at some point on their business journey. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about conflict. And more importantly, what I'll be discussing is how not to let conflict jeopardize the growth of your business, because conflict can become the enemy of business uh, and the enemy of business growth if it's not handled correctly. And I'm actually going to go step one step further because I'm going to look at how we can actually transform that conflict from a growth enemy into a growth opportunity. So conflict is inevitable. I think you will all accept that in any organization. And it's a word that more often than not carries uh, a lot of negative connotations. And it can manifest itself in many ways. It can manifest itself as disagreements between team members, disputes with clients, clashes with competitors. And it can actually manifest itself internally in terms of the struggle when you're making tough decisions. And the problem really is that it's not that there's conflict, it's that it's unmanaged or that it's destructive. And it's that sort of conflict that leads to decreased productivity, um, employee disengagement, which then leads to higher turnover rates and damaged relationships. Now, every single one of these are going to be detrimental to your business growth. So what I want to do is actually kind of flip the script and look at how conflict, whilst there's no doubt it can be challenging and uncomfortable, it's not necessarily a bad thing because when you address it correctly, it can lead to innovation. It can lead to improved relationships, stronger business strategies, and hence, it actually can be a catalyst for growth, which is what we all want. 
So I know you're not quite sure yet. I can see uh, you probably still sit on the fence. So let's start at the beginning. That's always a good place to start. The problem, as I said, arises when conflict is ignored or poorly managed. So let's not do that then. Because uh, if you ignore it and it's poorly managed, it leads or can lead to a toxic work environment and you know, decreased productivity. And ultimately, that's going to hinder your business growth. So what are we going to do to ensure that conflict doesn't lead to those things, but it becomes a catalyst for growth rather than a roadblock. Now, obviously, any of you who are familiar with the, the format of my hands-on business podcast will understand that my whole aim for doing this is to ensure that whenever we discuss a topic, I'm going to give you some clear tips that how to get from where you are now to the, to the positive outcome. So I want to give you four clear steps that you need to do in terms of get to get to a positive resolution, which leads to growth. So number one is about fostering open communication. And having been in business for over, what, 25 years, I can't think of any uh, problem that you have in business that can't be solved by starting with open communication. And this there's no difference here. So what you want to do is encourage employees to express their opinions and disagreements openly but respectively. So yes, listening to different opinions, and I know that's going to be very difficult for some people, but if you don't do that, you're really not going to be able to get onto any of the other steps and you're not really going to be able to achieve anything that you want to do in terms of uh, conflict resolution. Because simply by just doing this, that can prevent misunderstandings and ensure that everybody feels heard. And I remember an e-commerce company that we're working with, for example, and that what they used to do is hold regular open forums where employees could openly discuss conflicts and disagreements. And this didn't only resolve issues promptly, but it also led to a lot of innovative ideas for the business. Now, if you take this approach, i.e. the open communication, then part of that is making sure that you emphasize that the disagreements actually can lead to better solutions and personal development. And another example of that is a tech startup which faced internal disagreements about direction of the new products, how you're going to launch it, where the, you know where, where it's positioning. Now, instead of letting that disagreement disrupt their progress, what they did was they used the differing opinions to explore new perspectives. And ultimately, they developed a more innovative and user-friendly product. And the the key thing here is that can only really happen when you've got the right culture, which is allowing you to have that open communication, have those differing opinions, but being able to use those different opinions to actually try to, in this case, become more innovative and catapult growth. So that's the first one. It's about open communication. So then moving on to number two, what we're talking about is implementing conflict resolution practices because yes it's great that you've got an open communication and you've got an open culture but you then know need to know how to actually get into that conflict resolution and turn those differing opinions and that different um, ideas into something positive so what you really want to do is you need to equip your team with the skills to handle conflicts effectively because you can't assume that just because you have an open culture that everyone knows how to put their ideas across how to receive other ideas so you need to make sure that you train your team in conflict resolution technique so this training could involve you know internal workshops with people who have got the expertise internally to do it and that would then empower 
your team to be able to just have the meetings and actually get into that resolution of any conflict themselves. However, there's always going to be some more serious disputes and you may well want to bring in a mediator. But again, this is really important, the open communication that I was talking about and, and the culture, because before you can bring a mediator in and it's not seen as a massive thing, you have to have the sort of culture and the understanding that the uh, resolution of a conflict can lead to a real positive outcome in your business. So if you start to do this, this will obviously help uh, your teams and the people in the business handle disagreements in a constructive manner. And it can transform, as I said, conflicts into growth opportunities uh, through effective communication, empathy and understanding. But you need to train the people. It's a a skill like anything else. So, you know, in the industry where I've spent most of my career, uh, most of you know, I've, I've been in healthcare for over 25 years. You know, there was an organization we worked with where patient care quality was being compromised and it's been compromised due to the conflict between doctors uh, or specialists, depending on your business, but in my business, the, the specialists are the doctors and administrative staff. And I'm sure you've probably seen something like that in your own business. So what we did was start facilitating open dialogues and fostering a mutual understanding across the two groups. And then they worked together. And what that led to was significantly improving their patient care standards. So that's number two, you know, making sure that people can actually understand how to resolve that conflict by giving them training. So number three is about rewarding collaboration between organization and across organizational boundaries. Because it's all well and good to say, yes, we're going to have an open culture. Yeah. And yes, we're going to have open communication. And yeah, we're going to train the people on how to manage conflict resolution. But that's just talk, really. And it's not just about talking about it. It's about making sure that you do something and you reward and you recognize it. Because the important thing is that you want to embed these things. And the only way you embed is by rewarding and recognizing it. And you can do that for your competencies. You can do that for your values. You can do that by having, you know, uh, employee of the year, employee of the quarters. You can obviously reflect it in their salary. You know, you know the drill by now. Um, and we've done previous podcasts on it. So I'm not going to go into that. But yet you've got to put your money and your behaviors where your mouth are. So that's number three. It's conflict resolution becomes embedded in your business. And then number four, and possibly one of the most important ones, is learning from the conflict. Use every single conflict as a learning opportunity. You want to analyze what led to it. You want to analyze how it was handled and what therefore can be done better the next time, because you really want to embrace conflict as an opportunity. And according to the top US law and mediator firm, Moston Guthrie, they said that embracing conflict as an opportunity, is a key strategy that the top businesses put into practice. Uh, And the case in point is a marketing agency where there was a dispute over budget allocation between the teams. And that led, as opposed to a conflict, which you could have done, it led to a thorough review of spending. Now, this not only then resolved the conflict, but it also identified areas for cost savings and more effective resource allocation. Because every conflict presents a learning opportunity. And really reflecting on what caused the conflict, how that conflict was managed, and how it was resolved can obviously provide valuable insights for future conflict management. So you don't say make the same mistake twice and that you're improving all the time. So in summary, conflict is simply a part of the growth journey. Now, when it's managed effectively, it can pave the way 
for new ideas, stronger teams, and a much more resilient business. And remember, the goal is not to avoid conflict. It's to manage the conflict constructively. It's about turning those disagreements into opportunities for learning, innovation, and growth. Now, don't worry, I haven't forgotten the bold claim that I made right at the beginning when I was talking about world peace. I genuinely believe that if governments took the approach that I just outlined, i.e. they tried to understand, they listened to the other side genuinely, they collaborated with adversaries authentically, and they learned from past mistakes, if they did all of this, we would then be in a much better position to avoid negative conflict and the results of negative conflict. And what I'm going to do now is end with a quote from Ronald Reagan. And I have to say, I never ever thought that I would be in a position where I'm going to be quoting Ronald Reagan. However, it is a great quote. Now, whether or not he lived by this quote is for another debate on another day. However, as he said, peace is not absence of conflict. It is the ability to handle conflict by peaceful means. And if you want to pick up the show notes, head over to the salesaccelerationformula.com forward slash podcast hyphen show hyphen notes and you'll be able to subscribe to our mailing list and get show notes for every single episode and as always subscribe like and share with your friends colleagues and anyone else who you think may be interested but most of all keep the feedback coming so that we can continue to improve and give you more of what you like hope you enjoyed this as much as i did and as i always do Um, Keep listening and keep growing.